Christos Vosgras, Christ is risen, indeed he is risen. It's Father Basil Malovany again, doing another podcast. Hope everyone is well, wherever you are listening from today. So, as we continue our 40 days of Easter celebration, uh, we're this past the mid-Pentecost season, and pretty soon, um, in a few, uh, less than two weeks, we'll be celebrating Pentecost. I mean, uh, Ascension. And then a few weeks after that, we'll be celebrating Pentecost. And um, as I was reflecting upon this today, and um, of course, when we do funerals in our Ukrainian Catholic tradition during this time, we are more celebratory than usual. We, um, we are more joyous than usual because we are celebrating this funerals, the funerals during this time of Easter, during this time of the Pascha and celebrating the resurrection of the Lord. And, um, you know, we sing Christos Vesgras, we sing, uh, Christ is risen all the time. But still within the funeral prayers, there's some very beautiful prayers that we sing during the Pedestas that, uh, the night before the funeral liturgy that's usually done. Although the Pedestas can be done on its own for the funeral celebration. And, um, you know, it's, it's, we don't really need a liturgy in order to celebrate the funeral. We could just do the pedestas and panajera. But anyways, um, the, the first stasis of the pedestas have some beautiful, beautiful verses taken from the Psalms. And, uh, the one that always gets to me, um, is these verses that that we sing. Blessed are those whose life is blameless, who walk in the law of the Lord. Blessed are those who respect his decrees and seek him with their own heart. The law you have given me is more precious to me than thousands in gold and silver. Your hands have created me and shaped me. Had your, had not your law been my delight, I would, should have perished in my affliction. Never will I forget your precepts, for through them you give me life. So, the first one that we, uh, talked about today, blessed are those whose life is blameless, who walk in the law of the Lord. You know, it's so difficult for us to not be sinners. We have so many temptations in this world around us, you know, temptations the, of, of um, basically the deadly sins, you know. If you know what the deadly sins are, and the little sins that are, you know, um, that, that prevent us from uh, serving God the way we should be serving God. 
and uh, our our um, passions are um you know physical um i guess we could say our our, our physical um needs sometimes cause us to sin against the lord because oftentimes we want pleasure we want to give our body and mind pleasure and oftentimes that causes us to sin so there's of course the sin of lust there's a sin of um you know gluttony there's a sin of avarice and the sin of um this pride and all those different sins that cause us to um to be uh imperfect in the lord's eyes so how do we again how do we avoid these sins that are always tempting us these sins of the flesh obviously um that 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 we want to satisfy our desires we want to satisfy our fleshly desires and our um earthly desires even though we know that sometimes what we're doing is wrong but we just can't control it you know we have these addictions we have these addictions to sin and right in the funeral uh pedestas it tells us that we have to be blameless we have to be sinless you know it's so hard it's so difficult to do that but um that's why we pray for that soul of that person in the funeral services so that you know god can forgive them their sinfulness forgive them their trespasses that they've committed on this life in this life but still um we in this earth have to strive towards perfection we have to strive towards holiness every single day of our lives and it takes a lot of <laughs> perseverance when we sin we go to confession we try better again and we we try not to do the same sins over and over although sometimes it seems like we we are this tempted the same all the time and we fall into the same trap that the devil puts for us that uh, whatever sin that we're battling in our life you know so the next one blessed are those who respect his decrees and seek him with their whole heart i think what we're talking about here is to follow the lord's commandments to follow the lord's teachings to his laws and to you know seek him with our own heart we want to seek the lord's holiness it's one thing to um say that we are going to go to confession and and try to not sin again but we also have to uh seek holiness we have to seek um learn about the church's laws learn about 
what God wants us to, how he wants us to live in this life and to actually do it. You know, uh, if, if we just make excuses and say, well, I don't need to know about what the church teaches. I don't need to know anything. I'm just good with God himself. Well, this is, this is a trap we're going to fall into again because if we don't know the difference between good and evil, how are we going to follow his, his will in our life? And the church teaches us the difference between good and evil. What is evil in God's sight? We should not be doing. And oftentimes, if we don't follow the church's teachings, we will become sinners and do evil over and over and over again. And, you know, if you want to get an example of that, you know, we many uh, people in a this day and age think that, you know, living together outside of marriage is perfectly acceptable. It's perfectly fine, you know. We don't need the, the church's blessings upon us. We don't need God's blessings on us. We can bless ourselves. And it's it's evil. It's it's a uh, it's a uh, a a sin against marriage when we don't uh, when we don't live according to the church's commands in, in that aspect. You know that's just that's just a simple uh, case, and you know I'm sure more than half the Catholics in this world are not married by the church. You know are not are living together without having a marriage uh, by the church. Is this is this something that our society says is acceptable? And yet, according to our church's laws, it's not. You know? Um, it's, it's very difficult to know what is good and evil if we don't study the church's law. And the next one, the law you have given me is more precious to me than thousands in gold and silver. You know, again, I've talked about this in other podcasts. Our desire to be rich in this world, to have a lot of material resources, sometimes prevents us from serving God the way he wants us to be. We are so focused on money. We are so focused on financial things. We are missing out on our spiritual life. No, so we have to be very, very aware of how much time we're spending in trying to gain as much money as we can in this world, and yet not serving our spiritual needs. Very important. Your hands have created me and shaped me. We know that we are created by God. We know that God has given us everything in this world. And we have to remember to be thankful. We have to be thankful for everything God has given to us. Um, you know, it's when, when we, we get into trouble again, when we think that we can live without God, when we think that we have everything we need in this world, and don't have to pray, don't have to do anything for anyone else because we have what we want and we don't care about anyone. 
that's uh, going to lead us down a very bad path if we have that attitude. If we're not generous with what God has given to us, we eventually will be judged for that. We will be judged for all our actions in this life. And finally, had not your law been my delight, I should have perished in my affliction. Never will I forget your precepts, for through them you give me life. And again, we're talking about learning about God's law. God's law should be written in our hearts. And we should be striving for perfection and living out God's law every single moment of our lives. Because the life that we are striving towards is not to be on this earth forever. We know we're not going to be on this earth forever. Nobody can be on this earth forever. We all are going to die a physical death. What we're striving for is eternal life. We're striving for that life in the heavenly kingdom. And uh, this is why we are um, always looking to learn more about Jesus's will for our life, God's will for our life. And to learn about our church teachings and to learn about why our church teaches certain things. We have to always, always be open to that. You know, we might not like what the church teaches. We might not like what uh, the, the traditions of the church are. And that's fine. But we still have to learn about them. We still have to learn and figure out why is this part of my uh, spiritual foundation. We need a strong spiritual foundation. You know? And, and we have to understand that the church is, is not concerned about worldly affairs so much. The church is not concerned about people's opinions. The church is not concerned about whether they're popular or not in society. The church is more concerned about trying to help people get to heaven. This is what the church is most concerned about. Okay. So if, <laughs> if the church is being attacked and priests are being attacked and bishops are being attacked and the uh, Catholic families are being attacked because the world around us doesn't agree with what the church teaches. Well, that's just the way it's going to be because the church is not here to serve the inklings of all the people of the world who want changes done because they don't like what the church teaches. No. The church's magisterium, the, the faith of the church has never changed. No. It's never changed right from the time of Jesus Christ. So every time we hear in the news, well, the church is old-fashioned. Why doesn't it change its um, views upon, you know, abortion or views upon euthanasia or its views upon birth control or its views upon this? Well, it can't. 
the church, the, 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 the teachings of the from the right time from the Jesus and the disciples has not changed right to the time of our age. So we can't change those views. We can't change those church teachings. Nobody can do that because that's the that's is what this is, comes from God. This comes these teachings come from God the Father. Okay, so yeah, yeah, the church is going to be attacked. The people who uh, are in the church will be ridiculed. They'll be persecuted. And again, I, I, I'm going to tie this back into our own um, our own temptations. And back to what I said at the beginning, you know, how do we live a blameless life when all the world around us seems to not care what the church teaches? And they say, well, you can live however you want. You can just have as much pleasure as you want. You can live a life of of um, of this, uh, whatever you want to do. And who cares what anyone else thinks? Who cares what the church thinks about you? The church doesn't matter. Well, actually it does. <laughs> See, um, again, what the church is teaching is eternal salvation. This is what matters. You know, our little pleasures that we get, that we think we're going to get from life, because we want to um, succumb to our temptations, whatever the temptations are. You know, there's there's millions of temptations, and I'm not singling out any single temptation as worse than the other, whether it's sexual or, or drug addiction or alcoholism or anything. You know, or or uh, greed or you know trying to have power over people and, and not caring about the rest of society. It doesn't matter what it is. All those temptations lead to spiritual death. If we succumb to them and don't care about repentance and don't care about um, about making ourselves holy in word, action, and deed. So yeah, um, again, blessed are those whose life is blameless, who walk in the law of the Lord. Blessed are those who respect his decrees and seek him with their whole heart. The law you have given me is more precious to me than thousands of gold and silver. Your hands have created me and shaped me. Had not your law been my delight, I should have perished in my affliction. Never will I forget your precepts, for through them you give me life. Let us reflect upon these words from scripture, these words that we use in our funeral peristas, and think about them today. Think about how we can be the people that God wants us to be, sinless, pure of heart, and always loving and forgiving of one another. God bless you. Have a good day.